Hello there and welcome to a very special sneak preview of the Agile podcast. If you've not listened before, this is a podcast where two Agile coaches, myself, Paul Goddard and my colleague Jeff Watts, sit down in a pub for a drink and chat about all things Agile. So here we're going to give you a sneak preview of an episode that Jeff and I recorded recently in a pub in Bristol. We talked about whether Scrum is a bit too idealistic as a framework and the essential skills of a Scrum master within a Scrum team. And we also drifted on to what GCSEs a Scrum Master might choose to take if they were going back to school. So we hope you like this sneak little preview. It is going to fade out after about 10 to 15 minutes. But if you like what you hear and you'd like a bit more, head over to our Patreon page. That's patreon.com forward slash the Agile podcast, where you can find access to all of our episodes and even get access to future episodes as soon as they come out. And the last thing left for me to say is play the jingle. Do. Good. Back on it now, look. Yep. January over. Back on the, uh, the cider. The sauce. Do I feel better for it? Or being back on it or having a month off? <clears throat> having a month off. Do you? Um, a bit, I suppose, a bit better for it. I've, it was nice to go out last week and have a drink on a Friday night, which I just felt, it just made, seemed to make the month drag. Mm. It's just not that drinking is an essential part of my social life, but I think I felt myself less likely to want to go out or socialise or offer to go out and socialise because I couldn't do that. Yeah. I just think that there wasn't many of our my friends, you present company accepted, that wanted to go out much in January. It was a quiet month. It tends to be, doesn't it? <clears throat> For lots of reasons. That sort of because December is not a sustainable pace, is it? You sort no. of over delivered in December, haven't you? So then the pendulum unduly swings the other way. Yeah. Feast and famine. But even now, at the beginning of February, I've seen a number of people appearing at our, my weekly gym session has dropped by half. Oh, now. is it? So that kind of January, you know, that, that new energy that a lot of people had in January for some people has waned already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gym memberships that start to expire. So there we go. Yeah, how about you? You alright? I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Tired. But, yeah. Otherwise, alright. Funny, funny little place at the moment, I think. Sort of, not sure how to describe it really, but a little bit, I suppose a little bit excited maybe. Mm-hmm. Apprehensive. Yeah, you know, when the, on the cusp of <clears throat> just doing different things. Yeah. Tried to avoid doing anything drastically new in January, yeah. like I often do. Mm-hmm. Um, just let let January sit for a bit, really. But yeah, can't can't sit still for very long, you know me. Yeah. So yeah, having a few few interesting conversations, which hopefully might go in different places. A few irons in the fire, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Well, the thing is now, I think, when you. are you know, it's practice what you preach. You know, we talk to organisations about when there's uncertainty, you want lots of, lots of experiments, you want lots of options, because you don't know what's going to work. Yeah. See what works. Try things. Uh, yeah, starting to get some results from some experiments, and some you kill off, and some you dial up, and start yeah. some new ones. 
and things are starting to solidify, I suppose, form, maybe. So, yeah, it's a weird place. Not, not sure where it's going to go, but good energies. Mm. Do you tend to do any of that kind of future thinking, that kind of future press release, thinking about what would what would you be writing about yourself? What would, what would the press be saying about you in five years, ten years' time? Do you think about that? I try not to... <clears throat> I don't. Well, it's not that I try not to. I don't really think about that for me. What people would say about me, because I don't. I don't think what I do is actually about me. No. As such. Um, but yeah, the the products, the services. Mm. Yeah, I think about customer feedback, impact. I suppose. Mm. Um, yeah, I imagine what before I put my energies into something. What do I want the impact to be? Yeah. Doing the right things um, for the right reasons. Well, and just being able to imagine a world where what I'm doing is going to be well received, because otherwise, what's the point? Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> Doesn't have to be altruistic or saving the world or anything, but yeah. if someone somewhere is going to have a better time at work or be more successful or personally more resilient then yeah and that's worth my time and effort hmm do drinks no well I'm <laughs> I just realised that some kind of cola is it tasty? <laughs> it's alright it's alright uh one of the greatest kept secrets, isn't it, in terms of the, the recipe for Kinsella? It's one of those things, an accidental discovery that's very much still under wraps. An accident. Mm. The, uh, the recipe for which is a bit like the KFC <laughs> secret blend of herbs and spices kept in two different locations. Really? Half uh, and half? Yeah, so that they can't necessarily can't be leaked, can't be leaked and can't be uh, copied easily. Okay. And you're on a... I'm on an old moot. Is that how you pronounce it? I think it's, yeah, it says on the glass, it says old moot rhymes with fruit. Oh, very good. Which is a, a cider from New Zealand. Um, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Kiwi Online. I'm doing a session Legacy. in New Zealand soon. Are you? Hmm. Very early in the morning. I bet it is. Well, I have the choice of very early in the morning or very late at night. I chose very early in the morning. We well, are a morning person. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's Friday as well, so I didn't want to do Friday night. Oh no, everyone wants to do Friday night. So that should be good. Yeah, they'll all be at the beach. Yes, and you'll be with a pint in hand. You'll be in your pajamas. I'll be in my shed, <laughs> freezing cold, in my slippers with yeah. a pint of coffee. Yeah, <clears throat> that should be good. Some some people I haven't seen for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been going back to doing some in-person stuff recently. Mm. So that was a, a new kind of energy that I needed, new kind of nerves, a new kind of um, things to remember that I forgot I needed to remember. Okay. You were out of habit. Yes. And we might have talked about this on a previous episode, but um, the things that I would probably... I think you just do get the two years pretty much of not running that class. i just forgotten what I needed to carry. I've forgotten what goes into the bag Yeah. before I even get there. So... That was a bit stressful of thinking, I haven't got this, or how am I going to work around that? Well, you rarely emptied your bag, do you? I remember you no. used to just have stuff in your boot yeah. continuously. Yeah. 
but I think it's probably when the pandemic first hit, things I filed away and uh, mothballed, mm. whatever the word is. But then, yeah, things that are just I thought I'd I planned for things like string. The yeah. marshmallow challenge, you see, yeah. did that for the first time in two years. Marshmallow's probably a bit, bit out of date. Yeah, somebody said that to me in the class. They said, because <laughs> they were making a joke about all this stationery that I had, and they were wowed by stationery because they'd never seen stationery for two years. So they were all this kit, and I basically made the joke that I brought out everything that I ever used just, to, just so I can use it again. But no, I did buy fresh marshmallows yeah, and, and fresh spaghetti. Yeah. Because I imagine yeah, old spaghetti probably limits your. Quite brittle. Yeah. Limits your chances in that. But it was good. It was good fun. Exhausting. Um, More exhausting than online. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because, wow. Just to do it, I don't think I realised how demanding it is to be on your feet. My knees were hurting. My ankles. Hmm. Um, just moving around. And was it, it was like a, an introduction course? Like a, a CSM class. CSM. So, yeah. Which is fairly introductory right yes yeah um, gets a lot of stick doesn't it the old CSM <clears throat> well it is it's probably poorly named really yeah it was when and still is it's still confusing when people ask me what they get for it or what who it's aimed at it doesn't necessarily follow with who with what you get at the end of it no. as to who's going to benefit from it but it's in two days how much of it would you say is actually about the scrum master role uh, in truth, my class, 40%, okay. 30 to 40%. And there's bits of it that I really enjoy, and that's mainly about the Scrum Master role. Mm. But if I'm brutally honest, a lot of people there aren't going to be doing the Scrum Master role. No. The number of people that say now, either we're going to share it, or we're going to do it in theory, or it's a role that, you know, kind of a... a set. A hat that will mm. pass around. That's kind of becoming quite popular. Quite, um, I get asked about that a lot more now. About do I have to do? Do I have like it's a chore? Mm. Do I have to do this? And I was speaking to a coach just recently who's um, trying his best to one scrum master six teams. Crikey! Um, and very much, he's very much an advocate of one scrum master per team and yeah. trying to focus on team based. I bet he is now. But the, but the organisation kind of believe they uh, they don't need it or this is as good as they're going to get. Okay. This is as, as far as our money will stretch. Okay. So I think that's becoming more... Which can be uh, both a self-limiting belief but also a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. And uh, just to expand that a little bit more, I, I, I saw some... I can't remember where I saw it now. A post basically saying, you know, we teach an unachievable version of, uh, of Scrum. You know, mm. you teach Scrum by the book and that's not achievable, um, which I disagree with my, my, myself. Um, then I've always been a bit of a... Not to take things as they seem. Do you think some people see it as a stretch? That this is the stretch, I don't know the term, but the stretch goal. <coughs> this is utopia. And then, because we used to, I remember we used to have conversations about this back in the day, about the term pragmatic agile. Mm. Which Hated always, 
always greater with us. Um, and does pra pragmatic doesn't necessarily have to mean compromise, but it can. Well, it usually does, doesn't it? It's usually an excuse but for compromising. Pra pragmatism sounds positive. It's a good thing. Pragmatism is a good thing. And in a way, you know, I, I've always advocated for it. Um, but I think the... Well, I suppose my, my biggest problem is people's natural response is that'll never work you know the classic yes. the very first thing that we ever used to talk about at conferences was the response we got was yeah I could see how that would work in Silicon Valley but not here mm. until somebody did it at BT yeah they said oh yeah I could see how it work on that project and in BT but it would never work on an infrastructure project mm. until somebody did it on an infrastructure project so, oh yeah well it would never yeah, I could see how it work on that infrastructure project but it would never work on one way teams in India mm. until somebody did it and that view of yeah, if if you think it can't work, if you think it's a stretch goal, if you think it's utopia, then you're almost guaranteeing a limit for yourself. But if, <coughs> if I was playing devil's advocate on that, I'd say, well, even if it is, even if we believe, even if it's a false reality, or if it's too far, if it's too, if it's too different, it's still going to push you in the right direction. It's yeah. still going to stretch you. It's still going to challenge what you currently think. Whereas something like Kanban is much more, okay, what you've got now works to a degree. Try and mould it, stretch, manipulate it to get more out of it. I still think there's a benefit. I suppose it's, well, this came up with me and the, um, the wife talking about this the other day. It was about the phrase cold turkey, about, about just um, doing, I suppose it's a bit like dry January, saying you're going from everything to nothing. Yeah. Or you're going from nothing to everything. Is there a case where that kind of intense shift in what you need to do is a good thing, as well as can be extremely stressful? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Two schools of thought, isn't it? Rip the bandaid off. Yeah, or take off slowly, or soak it for a while. And that is it, I'm afraid. But if you did like what you were hearing, and you'd like to hear more. Remember, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash the Agile Pubcast, where you can find access to over 150 episodes that we've recorded over nearly five years of the Agile Pubcast. There's many tiers there that you can choose from, and you can subscribe to get all the latest episodes as well as our entire back catalogue. All it remains for me to say is thank you for listening and cheers.